everybody. This is Ron with Mike and Ron. Tell it like it is. Anyway, tonight we have a guest with us. Scott's here with us tonight to um, talk about this subject. Will crime in America ever slow down? It seems that all kinds of crime is, is just on a rampage and it's, it's being allowed almost. Uh, I think especially uh, shoplifting. Um, but we're going to have a lot to say about all different degrees of crime and um, how it might be slowed down. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, uh, Mike or Todd? Well, Ron, I'll tell you like this. You really don't have to look online or on TV to find crime anymore. All right. I mean, let's face the fact. You can look in your own neighborhood and and see crime. All right. Whether it's a firebug or rapist or a child molester, whatever it is, you can find that in your own neighborhood. Uh, Scott, what do you think about that? Unfortunately, uh, I think what's going to change the way local governments handle the situation is if people elect candidates in their local area, whether it's the mayor or, um, you know, just look at the people at the, the school boards and you know, a, a man goes to complain about the school board and these crimes are being committed at school and he's the one that gets arrested. I mean, and and the, somebody contacted the president to go after people that complain to the school boards as if they're the criminals because they want the school boards to be allowed to do things like Critical race theory and stuff like that because people were complaining about it or whatever it might be. We need to have our local elections be people supporting people that are pro law and order and that want, you know, justice to be served. And unfortunately, those people that have got positions in local government that are allowing lawlessness to go on and it's really unlike anything I've ever seen or ever thought would ever take place in this country. It's just beyond comprehension, really. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. God, what kind of crap fit in the schools? Well, you know, uh, there was besides there was a, a kid going into the woman's restroom saying that he was a the other gender and assaulting the girl and he'd been kicked out of another school for the same thing. And, mm. you know, it's like, you know, all, all they're doing is transferring him to another school. I don't remember the name of the kid or what the specific situation, but the father went to the school board and was complaining about his daughter being harassed at school. And, you know, and he's the one that got in trouble for complaining. Wow. <laughs> so that's, that's a bummer. I mean, it's like, that's insane. It's like <laughs> that's just unbelievable. Yeah, so everything's backwards right now. Fishing. You know, it's a criminal's Disneyland out there. It's like, oh, we can do whatever we want. You know? Yeah, for real, right? 
What's the most repeated crime right now? Shoplifting or something like that? Or what would you say, Scott? Well, they said something about they were letting people get away with stealing out of stores unless it was like over $1,000 worth of stuff or something. I don't know. I, I caught a little piece of it one day and I thought, that's crazy. I remember I got arrested, not arrested, but I got stopped one time when I was a kid and it was over like a dollar item or something, you know, and I didn't get in trouble or anything, but <laughs> nowadays you don't get in trouble unless it's something over a thousand dollars. It's like, it's crazy. Well, that's... I don't know what Every state's different. Every, you know, jurisdiction is different. It depends who's in, in the local government that they're allowing this to go on. That's and it's true. Like in our whole country, you know? That's true. What you're saying. That's true. What you're saying, Scott. But I believe it depends on the establishment also. I have known people who got prosecuted over five dollars. Yeah. So I mean, don't get me wrong, these big corporations have um, retainers, the lawyers on retainers, so they probably think, well, let's use it. That's what they get paid for. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but do they do enough? No. You can, you can actually go through a store if you wanted to, eat what you want and drink what you want. As long as you didn't leave the store and you save the, the bottles or and the food item and you cash it out, it's not considered shoplifting. All right. Back in the day, it would be... It would have been uh, considered shoplifting. Yeah. There's, I have something a little interesting. Uh, I heard that um, in some of those western states in the United States, um, they had to close stores early that they usually didn't. They closed them by 9 o'clock because shoplifting was going on so much and it would be on the increase, like toward midnight, those stores that would be open. Um, uh, drug stores and um, department stores, you know, that were open till midnight or after, um, they just uh, closed them down at nine um, to control the situation. Hopefully, um, there's um, there's certainly other crimes that are going on too. We're 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 living in the, this electronic age where it's so easy to steal from people, get into their accounts and everything like that, and, um, and uh, charge things on them and uh, take from their bank accounts and everything. I mean, uh, this is definitely on the increase. And and look at all the phone calls, the bogus phone calls you get, where um, they're going to get you in trouble if you cooperate with them on the phone and. And, and give them any information about you, you know, and the, and the elderly are, um, are fall prey to that more than anybody else. Do you have any comments on that? Well, Ron, I'd say yeah, I, I can, the elderly are the most, most uh, vulnerable go to uh, go ahead and fall into that trap. It's like um, certain scammers when when they get on in your computer, they'll say that our database has crashed. We need your uh, username and password to add it back to our database. 
and they do and they give it to them when they do that they lock up their computer and they hold their computer for hostage so they pay them three hundred dollars but a, a good computer person knows the way around that without paying them nothing Yeah, identity theft is just terrible. I mean, I'm, I'm sure on the dark web, which I wouldn't even begin to want to go on, but that's unfortunately, I read about it, and it's like 90% of the internet is actually on the dark web, and that's where all the criminals are, and that's where they trade people's information. It's like when somebody gets their information stolen, all of a sudden it's out there, it's sold, and other people get it, and it's just terrible, you know? And I, I didn't know that if you, like, somebody was, I knew they were a scammer when they contacted me because I'd seen this before, and I didn't realize that by me even replying to that person, I got myself on a list that, okay, this guy replied, you know, it's like, and then they pass you on to another scammer, like, maybe you can get in because he responded, that you shouldn't even respond to those messages because then you're on that list, you know, and I'm, oh, okay, I won't do that again, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I hate to even uh, answer my phone to a phone number that I don't recognize. You know, coming in, yeah. you know, it's not on my list. And uh, all you have to do is almost say hello, and at least they know, hey, this is a possible pigeon. This is a working number. Uh, let's exactly. try this guy later. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> I true. Can't stand it. No, no. Possible scam or something like that on your phone, mm -hmm. and on a lot of our, and uh, that's helpful. Okay. Yeah. As soon as you hear it's a recording, yeah. you know it's a scam artist. Unfortunately, yeah. a very dishonest world we live in. Yeah, I like the one, especially where it, it says is. your insurance has lapsed. All right, but what if that person don't have a car? And <laughs> I think it's funny. Yeah. It is kind of funny in a way. Ron? Yeah, I get plenty of those calls. I get all, all kinds of calls. Uh, every day I get these calls and everything like that. I don't think any of them are legitimate. Uh, I don't think, uh, I wonder, it makes me wonder what percentage of telemarketing is legitimate anymore. Anything? Yeah, what you gotta do is ask them, um, ask them their ID number and the number they're calling from. Hang up and call it back. Mm -hmm. Ah, here's an idea. And that's another thing. That's another interesting thing. They can call you from a number, and yet uh, you can call back that number later, and it's not a working number anymore. You know, the number they called from, and. How do they ever prosecute these people? I mean, that's not been listed uh, with anybody or in any way, and uh, they can't be prosecuted if they're running a scam. It's very hard to catch these people. Um, well, that's why they do it the way they do it. And probably use burner phones. Yeah. Well, how do they get around this stuff? You know. By the way, I, uh, there was a comedian on tape. TV once, a self-effacing comedian, I can't remember who it was, but he said, um, um, somebody stole my ID and that made two of us without a life. Oh, oh. So, oh man. Yeah, I thought that was 
my man. That's what but, um, yeah. I mean, uh, there's more crime, uh, more different crimes than I can count anymore. It's just unbelievable. Where do people get their minds for this? How many honest people do we really have left in the world? Mm-hmm. That's true. You know what I would do with them? You have to really be vigilant to be careful, you know? department then how how are things gonna work then yeah i'll tell you one way it works well, you're gonna, <laughs> you gonna call 911 and it's like well, i'm sorry we can't help you <laughs> <laughs> oh they got me um it used to be all these prejudices were usually racial prejudices and things like that from all five and, uh, and now it's police prejudice. Uh, any, anytime a cop does anything, whether it's in a line of duty and it's a correct thing to do, it has to be thoroughly investigated and, and suspected of uh, criminal activity. You see? Um, especially if there's been some kind of a shooting. Um, I, I don't know. Um, it, it, uh, it really hampers the police a lot. I know there are uh, some... Probably some uh, police officers that are trigger happy, okay? Uh, they have to be weeded out. They really do when they're, they're when they're too quick to violence. You see? But um, any solutions there? Well, I agree with you. That that should be something that you know, if, if there's a bad apple, they should be removed. And I don't think that that all like that. Obviously, I mean, there's good police officers that really. I mean, that's got to be the hardest job there could possibly be, especially the way people are turned against them now. It's like, I never heard of things like policemen getting assassinated, you know, just sitting in their cars having lunch and someone comes up and blows them away. It's like, 
that never used to happen. That kind of crime never used to happen. It's like there's this hatred toward the police that, you know, I'm sure if you're a certain minority, you have good reason to feel that way. But there has to be a way to turn this around because we've got to have police. There has to be some some governing um, force of some kind. Well, Scott. Yeah. There used to be a lot more respect for them as well, uh, you know. Yeah. Now there's no respect whatsoever. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, doesn't matter who you are, where you yeah. came from, what color you are, doesn't matter. It, it just no. there's no district, there's no respect for them at all. And you wonder why they're <clears throat> like they're really on the um, on the path of watch it. <coughs> so. You really wonder why they're and on the third all the time of, of am I going to get a shot? Yeah. And they're putting their life on the line big time. <coughs> we should be grateful that you guys will understand that. Disregards the law does uh, yeah. chaos. And we are in a chaotic situation today. Yeah. And um, I don't know, maybe some of our listeners have some ideas as to how to curtail this, but. Um, I've just about said all I can say about it right now, but if you guys have any more to say about it, go ahead. Scott, you have anything else to say? Just that I think it's important for, you know, us as Americans. I know some countries have lost this right, and we still have it. Maybe it's by a thread, but we still have the Second Amendment where we can defend ourselves, and it's still legal to do so. Yes. So far. And I think it's important for us to be able to do that. You know, there's a lot of states that have concealed carry. We can get a concealed carry permit and stuff. And I think if people, you know, if more people had, you know, that ability that when some of these shootings took place or somebody could, you know, take the guy out and they're not a law officer, um, they would be appreciated. I mean, it would be you know, they would have to go through court and everything and they would be found innocent because they were saving all these, it, it could be a, a mass casualty that was avoided, you know, because somebody had their own, you know, protection. And I think if more people had that and it was, and that was prevailing in our society, that it would be, you know, good. I mean, I think that's a good thing, but I don't think just shooting people is, is right at all. I mean, it should be, I, I don't know where I'm going with that, but I, I just think it's important, not that we, you know, can still carry, but that we'd be allowed to have a Second Amendment and be able to protect ourselves, you know? Well, I think it's good to have a concealed weapons permit because, you know, you get out in the car, you don't know what's going to happen on the road. Uh-huh. You know? For sure. You know, if you... Illegal. And if you carry money to the bank, whatever it is, or ride to the bank in the car, you don't know what's going to happen. Somebody could rob you, you're dead. At least you yeah. get a chance to defend yourself. I like having a, um, a little flashlight in my pocket that's actually a stun gun. It's got a million volts, and <laughs> if something's going on, I know I can, you know, take somebody down, but I still can't do it from a distance. So, yeah. but. You know, that's at least something that's non-lethal, you know, but, you know, we should have guns that are stuff.
stun guns, you know, like they have on TV. <laughs> well, that'd be a little tough to do, but yeah. hey, you know what? I'm with you on it. I'm with yeah. you on that one, though. Yeah. Just, I, I just hope and pray we don't end up in any kind of civil war or such civil unrest all across the country that, you know, it's just, I just pray that doesn't happen, you know? Well, I'm behind you with that one. Same here. Yeah. Okay. Well, Brian, Scott, with that being said, we're going to wrap it on up for tonight. On behalf of Ron, Scott, and myself, until next podcast, stay safe and may God bless you and yours. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. God bless. Good night. Thanks for having me.